Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Welcome to our second Friday night podcast. Not as in second of the night, but second time we've done this. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're going to start out with our recap of one of the two teams from last night. Flipped a coin, and it happens to be Carolina. Then we will do our love them, flip them, leave them, our play of the week, and we'll talk about our studs and duds contest. So to get started, we uh, we look back at last night's game, which was uh, an interesting game. Carolina pretty much dominated the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Atlanta offense just didn't seem to get going until second half. Uh, Cordero Patterson just was not even yeah. a part of that game. Yeah, there was a, well, one super wet, rainy game. So, you know, already with these teams, well, I mean, we talked about it, you know, on, uh, on Tuesday, um, you know, last time they met two weeks ago, it ended up being, you know, it was like 37, 34, you know, it was actually right. a somewhat entertaining game, a little bit more offense than you would expect from these two teams. Um, you know, so going into last night with the rain and everything, you know, kind of temper expectations and the, the Thursday night games pretty much across the year so far have been boring, kind of boring. Um, uh, agreed. Yeah. But you'd think that even, even with, I mean, you've got two of the worst defenses yep. and you've got not, not great running teams, but you would have expected with bad weather mm-hmm. that both of them could have run easily on the other team yeah. and Atlanta didn't. Yeah. I mean, Devonta Foreman had, a, you know, another decent game. He did. You know, again so, against the Falcons. <laughs> right. So let's, let's, right, right. Back to back good games yep. against the Falcons yes. with a not so great in the, one in, in between. So we'll take a look at PJ Walker. He was 10 of 16 for 108 yards and he rushed three times for 14 yards. I had, uh, I believe I gave him kind of an up yeah. Uh, thinking that he would have a decent game, and the weather played into it, so yep. it you know it, it's not a surprise that he didn't have a great game. He's also uh, you know they brought him up from the was it the XFL when it was they had the two seasons or whatever they had the the American Football League or you know yeah, they had one I of don't those even secondary know what, leagues right. that he came up out of because he was playing well in that you know I mean it kind of what do you expect. Um, you know, but yeah, weather, um, it's going to be interesting to see what Carolina does with, uh, Sam Darnold getting closer and closer, I think, to, um, being, uh, active again. Um, you know, obviously the flop that was the Baker Mayfield trade or signing or however that one went down. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, they're, they're in a quandary and, uh, we'll probably be looking for a, uh, a quarterback in the, in the draft. Yeah. Um, next up was Devonta Foreman, uh, one target, no catches, 31 rushes, 130 yards and a touchdown. So 31 rushes. I mean, that, that is what I would have expected from the game yeah. for both teams. For sure. Especially with Cordero. I mean, second week back off IR. And he had, he had a, good a good week, week last week. Yeah, yeah. Two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, a decent amount of yardage. Right. And it just seemed like they devolved into like a 
three or four running back committee, you know, almost. Agreed. So just kind of weird to see that from the Falcons uh, coaching staff. Yep. Uh, Chubba Hubbard. Uh, no targets, five rushes, 14 yards, not, uh, they just, they just didn't give him the opportunity. I mean, I was, I was kind of paying attention. It seemed to be, uh, Foreman, 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 uh, Chenault had a couple carries. Yeah. Uh, Chenault had a long kind of swing pass screen, whatever you want to call it for a, like a 41 yard touchdown. Run. Run, yeah, whatever, but yeah. Um, so Hubbard, you know, I, I expect that they'll bring him back slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected a little, uh, you know, a few more touches than that, but it is yeah. what it is. I mean, they could too. I mean, you look at last year with McCaffrey and the debacle of the <laughs> the two stints on IR and the second one end in the season, you know, Hubbard had ample opportunity to, uh, you know, showcase himself as whether either be coming the lead back if McCaffrey, you know, was ever going to miss right. again, uh, to even, um, you know, going somewhere else potentially and becoming a lead back. And he didn't really show a whole lot last year. You know, people were, you know, just rushing to pick him up off of waivers and, you know, spending fab if you're in that kind of league. Yeah, but, um, but after after much, the five so. or six different teams that Foreman's been on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you yeah. talk about journeyman in, in three or four years of time since you came out of college. Yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it, it's a toss-up to, yeah. to me. I mean, it's yep. it's one of those, and, and, and you I think you mentioned it, you know, maybe they give it to the hot back and mm-hmm. they continue with that. And yeah. Foreman was doing well, so they, yeah. they kept at it. Uh, from receiver perspective, uh, DJ Moore had six targets, four catches for 29 yards. Pathetic. That sounds like a Chris Godwin stat line, but Chris Godwin gets like 12 targets for seven catches and, and 29 yards. yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that the weather prohibited them from throwing a lot, although Mariota threw the ball decently in the second half. Yep. Um, Taras Marshall, who I thought would have a decent game, caught one of two uh, targets for 43 yards. Obviously a big play. Uh, Mm -hmm. Early, early, early. I mean, that was like the first series. And uh, then he was done. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, uh, three catches on four targets for 17 yards, but the two rushes for 42 yards and, and a touchdown. Yeah. Kind of a surprise there. Yeah, I uh, We weren't expecting much of anything out of Chenault. I'd be surprised if anybody anywhere started him, let alone if he's on a roster, fantasy he roster. Is, he is know. on my dynasty roster right. because he's a young receiver who, yeah. and I've got like, I think our, our, the number of people we have is like 28, including, <laughs> uh, the, um, the rookie squad. We can keep up to three first or second year players plus up to three injuries. Yeah. So we have a lot of yeah. spaces available. So Chenault, that makes I, sense, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I inherited uh, the team and, and I haven't gotten rid of him because he's, you know, he still has some potential, yeah. some potential value. Yep. Um, the last person we had who I actually thought would do fairly well was Ian Thomas and he didn't see a target. Um, I don't know if that surprises me again, the weather permitting, uh, probably more of a run strategy and it worked for Carolina. Yep. So let's move on to our, what do we next do? We do the love them, flip flip them, leave them. And you're going to love my choices this week. It's Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, and Ezekiel Elliott. 
and my love them is going to be Josh Jacobs. Mine as well. Uh, we were talking before we started here about that, and I mean, it's kind of a aside from. I guess we'll just go through the how we have it. We're you know loving Josh Jacobs. You're gonna flip JT, and you're gonna leave Zeke. Uh, the, and the and both of us agree easy. on this. Right? Yeah, the leave is very easy with Ezekiel Elliott. I mean. As running back two slash three, Zeke still has some value. Obviously, he's kind of touchdown dependent. Um, he's also know, losing like, a lot of touches. Yeah, I mean, Tony Pollard's good, uh, but for whatever reason, you know, I think it's just a, um, it was almost like a McVay with Cam Akers where Jerry Jones has invested so much into Ezekiel Elliott, he doesn't want to be proven wrong almost. Are you talking about, can see it. are you talking about Coach Jones? Yeah, Coach Jones. Coach, Coach Jones. Owner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he doesn't allow the head coach no. to be a head coach. He's actually the uh, head coach. I don't know if I'd let the Mike owner McCarthy be a full-on head coach. Well, anymore, well, no. Anyways. But I mean, regardless of who's leading the team, Jerry yeah. Jones is on the sideline making decisions on who should play, making decisions probably on play calling, probably runs the defense. Probably. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. guy is just too, yeah. too hands-on. So yeah. So the the easy leave was Zeke. The the love was Josh Jacobs. Obviously, he had that kind of stretch run of a like three, four three weeks four games, where he was yeah. like the number two. It was like one, three, and one uh, running backs. Then obviously, just fell off the cliff when they got shut out by the Saints um, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, but uh, he's yeah, yeah. Darren Waller going on IR. Hunter Renfro going on IR. Yep. Which you know doesn't. I mean, they either of those guys. Obviously, Waller hasn't seen the field in weeks, and Renfro just he's not. Last year's Hunter Renfro, right? You know, obviously, uh, obviously, bringing Devonte Adams, that's yeah, tough yeah. to do. Yeah, the um, the number of the number yeah. of targets he, that he used to get, yeah, when he was the guy yep. with Waller, completely different now with Adams there. Yep. So the I the tough the, one, yeah. the tough choice here though is you know getting rid of <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Um, you know, JT, like like you and I said, he in I would guess in ninety nine percent of fantasy leagues that are a standard scoring, maybe not the PPR leagues, but standard scoring, I would have to say that JT was the number one pick. Yeah, and it's it's always hard to give up on a number one pick. However, I think if you're looking to trade someone versus who you want to keep on your team. I, Josh Jacobs has the most upside for this year. Yep. Unless some miraculous thing happens that um, Indy gets not only an offensive line that can block, they get a quarterback who can throw, and JT's ankle magically gets yeah. better. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Jacobs has just been the you know the healthier back you know this year, uh, you know, and then uh, yeah the the. It's tough to flip or trade uh, JT just based off of the name, but you know you take the name and the emotion out of it. He has been you know such a letdown, you know, such a huge disappointment. But again, you take name and emotion out of it, you look at it and you're like, all right, you know, he's losing you weeks because right. he one either can't stay on the field or if he is healthy, that offense is just so bad that he's not giving you what you're expecting from you know he's not even meeting projections most of the time right. so you know you got to look at it that way and you know obviously Jacobs has been 
so far exceeding everybody's expectations. You know, Jacobs, I think last year's contract, um, he's trying to make the Raiders re-sign him or he's going to go get traded somewhere and get signed. Not traded. Traded, sorry. You know, uh, he's going to go somewhere else and and get a, uh, you know, maybe a two-year, three-year, you know, two-year probably contract for a decent chunk of money if he can finish out strong this season. So, yeah, I think uh, you got to love Jacobs for the rest of the year and flip JT and cut Zeke or leave him whatever on your bench. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and you talk, we talk about JT and taking the what was the word you were using? Emotion. The emotion out yeah. of it. Hopefully, if you're trading him, you're looking for someone who has yes. an emotional attachment. Yeah. Oh, God, is JT, you, wait, you're going to trade me JT? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, of course, he was the first in the draft. I, yeah. I, I need to get him. Um, so hopefully, you know, you could trade him for something decent. Um, but I, I think we easily agree this week that uh, that's the way it would go yep. in for, for both of us. So next we're going to move into our play of the week. Um, QB, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. We'll look a little bit at last week. Um, I chose uh, Lamar Jackson. He came up with 18.85 points. He was 10 of 12 for 133 yards and a touchdown, and he rushed 11 times for 82 yards. So yep. while it wasn't a great choice, 19 points out of a player in in a standard league is not horrible. Better than my pick. (laughs) Right? You went with Aaron Rodgers, uh, 16.55 points, 23 of 43 for 291 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions, four rushes for 40 yards. He actually had, I mean, he led the team in rushing (laughs) because Aaron Jones got got injured. Yeah, banged up. Then we move on to our running backs. And I went Josh Jacobs, who was three catches on three targets for 20 yards, 17 rushes for only 67 yards, only put up 8.7 points. That's that's not a very good week. Um, they, they, again, they they were struggling some uh, to get their footing running. <laughs> um, you chose Travis Etienne. He was two catches on two targets for 17 yards, 28 rushes for 109 yards and two touchdowns he ended up with 24.6 points very good selection oh yeah i mean you said how many carries 28 carries 28 carries damn yeah so he had a (laughs) had a good week yeah um we move on to our uh receivers i chose mike evans he had a paltry five catches on 11 targets for 40 yards only four points Mm -hmm. uh who did you go with my receiver was Chris Olave. That's what I thought. Yes. Um, so Olave was six catches on nine targets for 71 yards, so 7.1 points. Yep. Neither of them did did extremely well. No. Um, Evans was pretty lousy, so yep. I, I give us both a, a negative on that. Yep. You're a little bit better than me. Tight ends. Um, I think both of us crapped the bed on this oh, one. Yeah. I had Taysom Hill. He was one of one passing for 13 yards. He was one rush for six yards, and he had one target and no catches for a total of 1.25 fantasy points. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Uh, I don't know how standard he stacks up, but PPR, he's uh, technically the uh, tight end six. Oh, six. On the uh, 
on the season. Yeah. Because he's had three monster games. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, but that's, that's the thing. It it's it's yeah. feast or famine. I yeah. mean, it's like Hawkinson is up there too. Yeah. But Hawkinson had that one game. Yeah, with 45-plus points or whatever, that crazy game that right. he had. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you chose Rob Tunyon. Nope. He was three catches on four targets for 29 yards or yeah. 2.9 points. So we didn't do that well. Our quarterbacks were pretty good. Our running backs, mine was pedestrian, yours was excellent. And from there on out, we were pretty bad. The only thing with Tunyon, and I was yelling at the TV while we were here, is I think he had two targets at the goal line, you know, where he was at the goal, you know. Right. So targets just, you know, a little... Off a little off throws from uh, Rogers, which Wait, you know, really, yeah, you know. But if they could have connected on those two touchdowns, both of those guys would have been not so well, bad. But yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously that's the way it goes. But Rogers you know, was that close. But, Rogers yeah. only threw a couple of decent balls out yeah. of those forty-three attempts. Um, three of them were receptions by their guys. Yep. So we go to this week's picks, and my pick for uh, quarterback is. Kyler Murray. Um, and a lot of this is predicated obviously on him playing. He has a hamstring injury, but I still think that if he plays, he's he's a solid play. Yeah. Uh, they're playing the Rams, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Rams I or mean, Chargers? Rams, Rams, I believe. Yes, yep. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he should have a, I would imagine he'll probably, he will probably have a pretty good uh, game rushing. Um, you know, the the Cardinals' actual running backs probably won't do that great against that Rams, uh, you know, defensive line. Obviously, got you know any team with Aaron Donald is ridiculous. Right. Um, you know, should be able to find some options in passing. You know, maybe hopefully uh, get uh, DeAndre Hopkins away from Jalen Ramsey a little bit. Um, you know, we'll see. Wishful if he thinking. Even, yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Ramsey might not even follow him, and you know, if if. You know, might not just be one for one. Right. You know, right. it very, you know, very well could just be wherever uh, Hopkins is lining up. Maybe potentially he's on Ramsey. But I mean, we've seen Ramsey get burned before. I mean, Stephon Diggs torched him, you yep. know, when they played, uh, you know, and Hopkins is a very good receiver. So, you know, yeah, I, I think Murray's a, a good pick. So, um, my quarterback this week, uh, I mean, you know, because we like to look at guys outside of the top, six you know, six, so. six or so uh, for, you know, projected at their position, you know, to pick our kind of plays or starts of the week. So once you get out of that top six, there's Kyler Murray, you know, and then there's not really a whole lot there. Um, A lot of those quarterbacks don't have great uh, matchups this week, but mine that I'm going with is going to be Jared Goff against Chicago. Um, Amon Ra getting back a little healthier. DeAndre Swift working his way back. Obviously they lose Hawkinson. That's a you know, uh, uh, even though like we were just talking about Hawkinson, he's very up and down, but just to have him there as a kind of a security blanket. Oh, you know, absolutely. You, you pull that out, that's tough. Um, but uh, I, I think this Chicago-Detroit game is going to be a, actually a pretty good game. You know, uh, you know, Chicago's right. unlocking Justin Fields a little bit here. They are. And uh, Detroit's defense is still bad, even though they looked decent against Green Bay because our offense is terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going Jared Goff for my yeah. uh, quarterback. One would have loved to have said Fields because of the yeah. fact that they're playing <laughs> against Detroit, but he's ranked as the number three quarterback yep. this week. Yep. So he was a tough uh, uh, tough one to not have available. 
running back, I am going Travis Etienne. You went Travis Etienne last week. Yep. Um, I think that uh, the matchup is good again. He's outside the top six for some yeah. reason. Um, I, I I just think he's going to continue with what he's been doing, especially since Robinson's gone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, my running back, I am, uh, you know, you're going to scratch your head a little bit at the matchup uh, just because of the name, but I'm going Delvin Cook against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo uh, in the last couple of weeks has shown that they can be run on. Absolutely. Aaron Jones had a very, you know, over 100 yards. Uh, Michael Carter from the Jets had, I think he had over 70 yards rushing. He broke a, a decently long, uh, you know, uh, rush um, in that game. Um you know, Delvin Cook, one of those guys, you know, middle of the first round, uh, you know, pick, um, you know, end of the first round pick. Uh, so in that, you know, he's only had two games over 20 fantasy points for PPR, um, you know, full point PPR, which, you know, you're expecting most of his weeks he's 20 or above just because that's the kind of back he is. Uh, I think he gets, um, I, I think he does well here, but I think it's going to be a lot of rushing. Um you know, you get Madison mixed in there, but uh, I think Delvin Cook is going to do uh, do pretty well this week against uh, Buffalo. Which, yeah, like I said, that you hear Buffalo and you're like, "Ooh, geez." The right, defense. right. But, but but you and I talked yeah. about it. You know, it was the running job that a couple the last two teams against them was yep. the running job, the cheat code on how to beat Buffalo. Yep. And well, guess who won last week? The Jets. Yeah, and and if if. Uh, if the Vikings can get up on them, if Josh Allen doesn't play this week and the Vikings can get up on them, I see them just riding Delvin Cook. You know, he could have 25-plus carries this week. Yes. Potentially. Agreed. So. Agreed. So we move on to wide receiver, and I went with Jalen Waddell. Um, I tend to like the matchup against Cleveland. Uh, I think he's built a real rapport with Tua. Tua is our fourth-ranked quarterback, so he's going to have to throw the ball somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, obviously uh, Tyreek Hill is in the top four for wide receivers. So Jalen Waddle fell out of the top six, and I think that, you know, they've been utilizing him extremely well, mm-hmm. and he's he's been putting up points. I, yeah. I think that he's definitely going to be a solid play this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, my uh, wide receiver outside of the top six um, is I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. A little bit of actually a kind of a pleasant surprise this year. Uh, you know, uh, some up and down games, but for what you're expecting from him going to the Browns and then with the, the Watson uh, suspension, uh, Baker Mayfield getting run out of town, you know, and then you hear Jacoby Brissett. Like, oh boy. I mean, but. Really, you know, PPR-wise, he's been doing pretty good. He's only had two games below 10 points. Uh, you know, before the bye against Cincy, he put up 23 points. And this Miami defense cannot stop anybody. No. They are horrible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but Miami's going to put up points on the Browns. So, you know, you look at it, I think Brissett's going to have to uh, throw it. Um the only downside to Amari Cooper, I guess, would be if Nick Chubb just goes absolutely nuclear and scores all the points and, and keeps them in the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Amari Cooper should do uh, should do pretty well this week. Sounds good. Uh, last category is the tight end, and I have chosen Kyler Murray's running mate, as in Zach Ertz. Yep. And, uh, you know, again, uh, Kyler has to throw it to someone, and if yeah. um, 
if Jalen Ramsey is on DeAndre Hopkins, I have a feeling that Zach Ertz is going to benefit greatly from uh, being open um, and having the chance at at getting you know putting up a decent uh, scoreline. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Ertz has been good all season. You know, been very consistent. Um, you know, a lot of people were worried when. Uh, Hopkins was coming off as a sus- his suspension that Ertz was going to disappear because they'd have Hawk- Hopkins and uh, Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore, but obviously Hollywood, you know, going on IR for for a while there keeps Ertz relevant. Um, but agreed too, you know the, um, you know if if Ramsey is following Hopkins around, Ertz and Rondale Moore are going to be the beneficiaries, and I think Ertz more so because he's more trusted. Right. So. Uh, my tight end start of the week, uh, I'm chasing some points here. Uh, I'll actually, a pair of touchdowns. I'm going with Cole Komet, um, opposite of uh, other side of the ball than my quarterback start of the week with Jared Goff. But uh, Komet, um, you know, obviously huge disappointment in the first couple of weeks. Uh, give you the double goose. Uh, you know, he was kind of a sleeper this year. Uh, I think he's kind of coming into his own. Obviously, Justin Fields, uh, you know, doing he's such a threat to the defense obviously right now and especially you know detroit is they're going to try and key on him uh you know keep him contained in the pocket if they can um you know so i think commit uh, i think commit will find the end zone again this week but uh, i mean the yardage hasn't been there obviously but i mean he caught a pair of touchdowns last week so yeah i'm you, chasing points here you, you think <laughs> you think about um a running quarterback and the fact that once they get near the line of scrimmage, yep, it opens up running backs and tight ends more than anyone else because the running backs and tight ends are running routes that are closer to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So as they're out there in the flat and here comes that quarterback and he gets by the edge. Yep. And now the choice is, am I going to run it or throw it? Well, that's yeah. based on the read of that defender possibly a linebacker covering, well, more than likely a linebacker covering your tight end or your running back, Mm -hmm. and they have to make the decision. Do I give him the clean eight-plus yards rushing, or do I come up and leave the guy alone? And more often than not, I mean, it's, it's the same as a quarterback who does the the the, the pump fake the right the yeah. pump fake uh, a la Rogers this past week? <laughs> you know there it, it, there's there's an innate um, function in your brain that says, oh, I need to go up and I need to knock that ball away. Yeah. Regardless of where they are, it's it's just it's it's built into the body that mm-hmm. says, I have to react to that. Yeah. And they do. And hence when that running back, i.e. Uh, a Kyler Murray or a Justin Fields mm-hmm. gets up near the line of scrimmage, it's it's the same thing with Mahomes and yeah. and uh, um, uh, Josh uh, Allen. Allen. Yeah. Anytime those guys get up there, if you'd pick up the run, well, you know, yeah. them running, it's going to leave an open yep. receiver. Yep. Uh, usually not wide receivers as much as the tight end and running yeah, back. So sure. I, I like I like to play. Yep. Um, it, it it depends on whether or not Chicago continues in this mode of yeah. utilizing fields the right way. Yep. So let's move on to our last thing that we're going to talk about, which is our studs and duds contest. We had a couple of entries. Uh, nobody got a stud or a dud. Correct. So from the the five that we chose, so it's it's still wide open. 
Um, if you would like to enter, I need to have an email sent to Ozzie, O-Z-Z-I-E, at fantasyrap.com with your choices. You give me one stud, one dud, and if you are correct on, on I mean, it's, it's a point per, per uh, selection. Yep. So if you get both of them right, you're going to get two points and you'll be in the lead. Um, but, you know, let's, let's get some more interest. Let's get some people sending those picks in yep. and, you know, having an opportunity of, of winning some, some swag. Yeah. So that's all we have for this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and give us some feedback, um, provide some information, maybe other segments you'd like to have us include. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, I am Ozzy. And I'm Austin. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you.